Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the latest edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I'm one half of your host, as always, Maurice Williams, aka Mind of Reese. Mind of Reese on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. I think that's it. Mind of Reese Podcast, wherever you find your podcast content. Trying to stay consistent with that, especially with it being football season. You know, football season is our thing. Trying to keep it weekly so, you know, we can keep bringing the content. Speaking of content and people bringing the content, Joined us always by my brother in arms, Mr. Bibbs, Bibbs Corner on Twitter, Bibbs Corner Podcast, wherever you find your podcast content, Mr. Michael Bibbins, not the singer. Speaking of content, he has released the website version, I believe, of the GOAT series, Collect, correct? Yeah, I decided to go ahead and drop the, uh, the list from last year. Um, I know I did the audio down to number 21 but I never put out uh, one through 20. So I went ahead, I dropped the actual top 100 actually um, as a bonus. So that is out on the bibscorner.com website. All right. And then uh, we are recording this on Sunday, Sunday afternoon. I don't know about y'all. I know y'all Mavericks fans uh, by this time, when y'all hear this, y'all will know whether or not your Cowboys lost or not. Um, can't speak for y'all or not. Not sure if we can speak for y'all or not, but my team won. Bibbs team won. Like, we we cool this Sunday. I don't know if y'all cool or not. He rocking his Ravens shirt right now. I don't have my Saints gear on because I'm coming from work. You know, this is what I wore under my work shirt. Didn't change when I came home. Came straight in, finished watching the game. Feel me? So, I, I'm in good spirits. I'm pretty sure Bibbs is in good spirits. You know who else is in good spirits? Just take a guess. I have no idea. You, you, you're not going. You're not going to take a guess. Um, <clears throat> she hope. I, I, I don't know. I, okay, uh, she got some penis, so I, I understand that she. I will. mean, we we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, I was speaking of Mr. One Maximilian Kleber. Mm. Maximilian Kleber of the Dallas Mavericks, you may know him as Maxi Kleber, has received a contract extension from the Dallas Mavericks this week. Contract worth, well, first of all, the length, three years worth $33 million. How are you feeling about this? First of all, congratulations to Maxi. Getting paid, he deserves it for sure. Uh, regardless of how you feel about him from time to time, regardless of how I feel about him from time to time, he puts the work in, he has improved, he does have his down moments, but I think we can all agree that he deserves his money. Lock them up, we don't have to worry about losing them. Uh, this also means in the future we have another tradable contract, but I kind of don't want to jump straight into hey, we just paid this dude, maybe we can trade him now. <laughs> Uh, what's your thoughts? How you feeling on uh, Max to get in the contract? Um, you know, I it caught me off guard. Like I wasn't, I wasn't expecting it, just because I thought we would try to remain or retain flexibility with some of these expiring contracts mm-hmm. uh, this year. Um, with that said, 
we know what he does for us. Uh, we know his value. Uh, we've we've made him sort of. I don't want to say we made him. You know, he put in the work or whatever. Yeah. But you know, we found him. We brought him to to the states, and you know, I don't want to see him leave. Like I want him to, I want him to be part of this. If if we're taking the next step in the next couple of years here, but what this tells me is that Nico's strategy has shifted. And I believe there was a report or like a rumor or whatever you want to call it that they're kind of waiting. They're going to try to hold on to assets for a couple of years before they try to spring that next move, which makes sense to me. And given Maxi a three-year extension still puts him at being a, you know, on a two-year deal in a couple of years if we're, if he's potentially needing to be a contract filler for, for like a trade for a young disgruntled player in a couple of years. Yeah, it's. I definitely wasn't expecting it, but I do like that. Even though we do want some flexibility with these expiring contracts, it's best to keep some familiarity or familiarity around uh, the team and a guy like Maxi, who's liked by the team. And I, I hate I have to do this. He's like he's not just liked by the team; he produces. Right. There's guys on the team who are loved on the team who don't really produce, so it's like. <laughs> Gotta gotta figure something out here. Brother. That person has not gotten an extension on their expiring contract yet. He has not gotten an extension. I don't expect him to get one. <clears throat> to be quite honest, uh, I'm half expecting him to be used as a trade chip, uh, maybe sometime this season if we're able to finagle something. But I know with contract extensions, there's like um, certain timetable where we have to wait until we're able to trade Maxi, right? I'm not saying they would trade Maxi. Yeah. Think about it. I'm just saying. Pretty sure how late he's getting it. It'll probably be like January. Yeah, uh, that's what I was thinking. January or February. Um, well, February wouldn't make sense. That's a trade deadline. Um, it, it would. There were some people that got like right before the trade deadline. Okay. So I, I just it just depends on the time and there's like a certain time frame. Right. Um. But yeah. Uh. I mean, it's just it's Maxi isn't somebody you want to lose especially in a league like this. Like, he's not elite, but I feel like he can be, like, a fringe starter for us. He's not a legit starter in the league, but, like, hey, here and there, he can start at the four. Uh, if a guy like JaVale McGee or Christian Wood is playing the five or whatever they plan on doing with that. But um, in a league where stretch bigs who can also play some defense are, like, very rare and limited, and that's the same thing, that's redundant. But uh, also a very high quality, um, you don't just let a guy like Maxi go. And I think us having him on an $11 million deal, and it's like a base salary. It's not like he's not getting anything on the back end. The the salary doesn't go up each year. It's $11 million flat. So uh, I think that helps too. But hopefully, you know, <clears throat> this isn't a situation where Maxi got paid and he thinks he can chill now. You know, uh, you're not young, brother. Uh, you know, you got paid. We still want you to hoop. But congratulations to Maxi. I am happy for Maxi. Um, any more thoughts on that? As far as just one, not really. You know. I think uh, the last thing you you mentioned the money. Um, I would say it's a it's a it's a good market deal. I think we just also heard that the cap is supposed to go up by ten mil mm-hmm. uh, the year after next or so, which is higher than what we expected. Like that 10, 11 mil is not going to be a like a cap problem no like it's a good size it's a decent size contract to let them know we care about them 
but it's not crazy to where like nobody's going to want that contract in a couple of years. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it, I'm glad we got it done now because when that cap goes up, a lot of contracts that people thought were bad are going to look like fantastic. Like that Jared Allen contract for the Cavs is going right. to look fantastic. I think, uh, Ken, didn't Kenrick Williams get like a three-year 27 or something like that? I think so. So that, that maxi extension not looking too crazy in the light. That um, Christian Wood, his contract, Okay, so the cap is going up next offseason. Yeah. Or is it the one after that? I think it's the one after that, if I'm not mistaken. Well, so, I, it goes up every year. The, I'm talking about the 10 million window. Like, I think the 10 million is the year after next, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, like I said, shout out to Maxi. Uh, happy for Maxi. I'm sure he's excited right now. Uh, someone who's probably excited right now, but. Also, probably not excited right now is one Luka Doncic, who is tearing it up in Eurobasket right now, um, while his mom is trying to tear up his his image. Um, he's actually in a legal battle right now. I looked up the article; don't have all the details off the top of my head, but I do have the article pulled up. Uh, he is in a legal battle with his mom uh, over the controlling of his trademark. Let me clear up something real quick. It actually is next year that the cap's going up to mil. Oh, okay. It's hard. For, I saw 2024 and it threw me off, but it's 2023, 2024. 2024. That's next gotcha. year. Okay. Uh, yeah, is in a legal battle right now with his mom. Uh, I'm not going to. Can you pronounce her name, please? Uh, Miriam is all I got. Miriam. Okay. I, okay. That's... Miriam P, if you want to put a last initial on it. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Miss P, if you're nasty. Um wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a little too close to like, a right. name out there like you're right you're right you're right anyway um the article says the articles <laughs> the article says <laughs> all right mm-hmm. the article says Doncic confirmed to longtime NBA reporter Mark Stein that he filed a petition with the United States Patent and Trademark Office regarding canceling the Luka Doncic 7 trademark, which is controlled by his mother and which she has refused to give up. Now, I'm assuming he got this trademark back when he was still playing in Slovenia. and He, he actually did it seven. as a rookie. As a rookie? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure he's trying to change it now since he doesn't wear number 7. Well, he was trying to get just his name, Luka Doncic, trademark, but they said no because it was too close to the Luka Doncic 7 trademark that was already out there. And so that's why he's in the situation he is now. Now, what's the the deal with his mom? Why is she being... uh... I'm glad you asked. She actually put out a statement. Okay, I did not see that. I'm going to read that real quick. It was translated, and there's a few words in here that I can tell were translated incorrectly. But I'm going to read the statement that was in the article. Um, <clears throat> Everything that is written comes from men who have surrounded Luca in the last two years and want the complete control over his life and career. I don't want to wash dirty laundry in public, especially in a time when Luca must be collected and focused for important matches ahead of him. 
from his birth onwards, the only thing that mattered to me was that Luca is happy and is enabled to follow his dreams, which is normal for every mother. The threats of people who want to take advantage of my son, also by writing such articles, at least suitable time for Luca, will not get us down. I always will and am standing behind keeping my son safe, and I will never deviate from that. So, long story short, she's saying that some dudes have gotten in Luca's ear and are trying to steer him in a different direction that she doesn't think are in his best interest necessarily. I'm his mom. I always have his best interest in mind. And I'm not going to let these weirdos mess us up by doing something like this at a time where he's trying to, you know, defend uh, uh, the Euro basket title for Slovenia. Uh, now, the timing of it is not their fault. Right. <clears throat> because if I'm not mistaken, the day that he he filed that patent, uh, that lawsuit or whatever, it was his last day to contest it. Like it was the last day he had to to get that done. So it just so happened to be coincide with him being a Eurobasket, which sucks for all parties involved. But that part of it isn't malicious. But the rest of it, trying to paint her as a villain, that's that's where it gets a little messy. Okay, I'm I'm glad you you read that because me going through these articles and seeing the tweets and stuff, it's just like, why is she acting like this? Why is she? Do they have, I thought they had a good relationship. Is it, is it this? And I'm glad to know that it's not any of that. She's just genuinely trying to look out for the best interests uh, of her son. Doesn't want her son taken advantage of. Uh, so that's, that's good. That's good to hear. I didn't even know about, when did that uh, come out? <clears throat> um, a couple of days ago. Okay. Uh, it was after the article, of course, but um, <clears throat> a couple, a couple of days ago, uh, I can't, let me see if I have. I don't think I, I didn't put the real the whole article. I just got like screenshotted that clip. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't think this will be a distraction for him or anything. I don't think it's that deep. Uh, but hopefully it doesn't get too nasty. And if there really are dudes in uh, Luca's ear staring him in the direction that his mom, who knows him better than any of us, doesn't really think it's best for him. Hopefully he sorts that situation out and gets away from those dudes, especially this young in your career. A lot of dudes see how much money you make and see the potential you got to make more money and try to leech off of it. Seen it time and time again. So I don't think Luca's going to go broke messing with dudes, but still, you don't want to ruin a relationship with your mom for some dudes that's just trying to look out for themselves. Which is, again, her assertion. Um, it may not be that. Uh, the other thing that I've seen mentioned is that, you know, recently we've seen Luca and his dad together a lot. And I remember when he came into the league, the big talk was that him and his dad didn't have a great relationship. Um, I don't want to make anything up here, but I want to say his dad did his mom wrong in some way and was out of the picture for the most part for a while, for most of Luca's life after a while. He got an attitude like he ain't have a dad in his life. Huh? I said Luca has the attitude like he ain't have a dad in his life. Pretty much. He always and, ready to fight. <clears throat> yeah, like I and the only things I see with like Luca and his dad together when he was like young, young. Mm-hmm. Um now with that said, 
again, we've seen his dad around more. People said that there was kind of a situation where as he started to have his dad in his life more, he kind of got away from his mom and that that may be what's part of what's leading him down this road of trying to, I don't want to say cut her off necessarily, but like regain control of his name and whatnot from his mom. Um, They think his dad is in his ear pretty much. Um, And that his dad was a big time partier. That's why Luke was out there in the streets, all that stuff. Mm. So like a bad influence, basically. Yeah. Like imagine uh, you know, in Bel Air when 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 Will's dad shows up and like he goes along with the dad. And, I wanted to say the line so bad, but I can't say <laughs> you know the line I want to say. I can't hey, say shout out to Marley, he did his thing. Yeah, yeah, facts. Shout out to uh our boy Jabari too. Definitely Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're actually filming uh season yeah, two. Yeah, I saw right that now. they started filming finally. My mom then asked him like, "What was going on?" I think I want to say they they might have been held up because of the Will Smith stuff, unfortunately, which is stupid to me. But I don't think so. I think so. People are really like blackballing him right now. But that's his. I don't think they would. Nah, I don't think they would. Peacock might have said we need to wait for this to cool down. Maybe, maybe it sucks. Possibility. But- it's a possibility. But yeah, so how what are your thoughts about the, the Luca situation though? Um I don't want to get too deep into like personal business on here because obviously this is all speculation. But you know, if if that's the case, the whole thing with his dad, that's unfortunate. Cause it's like, you know, you your dad I just feel so uncomfortable saying all this stuff. But it's <laughs> like, you know, uh as growing up as someone who didn't have their dad as much, when your dad comes around, you want it to be genuine. Genuine. You don't want it to be like, now he's taking advantage of me, and now it's coming between me and my mom. Like, you want both parents. Yeah. So, if that's the case, that's highly unfortunate. I hope that's not the case. Uh, and I hope this thing with him and his mom isn't really as bad as the articles are making it seem. Uh, going into a legal battle, always that's always something you can't come back from. Yeah. You take somebody to court. Yeah. It can get ugly. You take somebody to court regardless of who they are. Mother, brother, sister, uncle, grandmother. I don't know why anybody would take their grandmother to court, but pretty sure it happened. Um, Check check on Judge Joe Mathis. I'm sure somebody done it. I know a crackhead when I see one. (laughs) Call my granny a crackhead, but you're right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the minute you take somebody to court, like when when lawyers get involved, it can get ugly. So and they're gonna they have to say not nice things about his mom. Yeah, yeah. So I, I hope that you know him and his mom can keep a nice relationship because it seemed like they had a really good relationship. Um, that's as far as I'll really get into it. But you know, like I said, I hope this just doesn't get ugly for his for the sake, like all basketball aside, for the sake of him and his mom's relationship. Yeah, that's that's my biggest concern. Is like. We know how close he is with his mom or, or was, I guess, with his mom. And, you know, she was there from day one. She made all the sacrifices to, to support his dreams and all that good stuff. And <clears throat> it would suck to to like see that, you know, him and his mom after this situation, you know, aren't communicating. Right. Um, I, I couldn't imagine like beefing with my mom like that. Nah. Um, you know, 
like Jeanette McCurdy has the whole thing with, you know, she put out the book, you know, I'm glad my mom's different. Uh, but her mom was abusive. Her mom was a piece of shit. Her mom was, from all reports, a horrible a, person. An evil human being. I saw the clip the other day where it was like the her therapist, like they were working on forgiveness, and eventually the therapist was just like, What if we can move forward without you having to forgive this person? Because basically said, Fuck forgiveness. Yeah. Drag on our ass. Pretty much. Like maybe forgiveness ain't the way maybe the, the, the therapist was like look fuck all that shit <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man I'm, I'm a turn the other cheek I'll punch I you in it. say what turn the other cheek I'll punch you in it Goddamn. I mean yeah so again hopefully it's resolved quickly the legal thing had to happen at that time it, but the fact that he waited till the last day tells me he probably didn't want to do it um so hopefully, again, it doesn't get too ugly. Hopefully their relationship is fine afterward. You know, him getting his name doesn't mean he's cutting his mom off right. from getting anything. I'm sure he'll still take care of his mom. Like, I want that, I should say, for him to still take care of his mom or whatever. Um, it's just it's just a tough situation. And again, I hope it doesn't distract him. It reminds me of when Dirk uh, was fell in love with that scammer. And you could tell it was it was messing with him when it came out that she was scamming uh that off the court stuff can can you got to go home at night and, and think about that queen she the other girl was black too i said a black queen oh you're right <laughs> that scam ain't no black queen <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh I, I want luca to be able to go home you know if he calls his mom after games i still want him to be able to call his mom after games you yeah know what i mean um, and hopefully, again, it's resolved pretty quickly. It doesn't drag on throughout the season and stuff like that. And hopefully, reporters aren't asking them a bunch of goofy ass questions about it either. Yeah, like we'll know what we need to know when we need to know it. It's, yeah, you know, it's not yeah. something I want to hear every week. If if Luca takes to the court and <laughs> they gotta say some nasty things and she need a shoulder to cry on, you can call me. You know, you know what? Kinda. Um, oh, she has a new boyfriend too, and I think they said that uh, that also could be a factor in what's going on here. Like the boyfriend could also be scamming on her side. Uh, he be in the cheeks. We Speaking move. of beating the cheeks, uh, She Hulk episode four. We're going to transition from basketball for a little bit. Spoiler warning. I am. I am. Uh, We're going to transition from uh, basketball for a little bit, take a quick break. We usually do this in the beginning, but you know, let's separate it, cut it in half for a bit talk about She-Hulk for a little bit. She-Hulk episode four. Spoiler warning. Uh, we will be discussing She-Hulk episode four and every episode before that. Not saying we'll discuss every episode in depth, but we may reference episodes before episode four. <clears throat> so, if you have not seen She-Hulk episode four, if you have not watched She-Hulk, skip past this part of the episode. There will be timestamps in the show notes or, you know, wherever the spoiler begins and stops. That you can skip to where the basketball will pick back up. With that being said, you got five seconds. Bruh, I'm so mad that dude got to beat the cheeks because I want to beat the cheeks. Um, bad, bro. Say what? She Hawk is bad, bro. You said that like the literally, y'all got five seconds to skip ahead and then immediately went to that. But, um, Okay, they should have li- they they don't listen. That's their problem. 
but the thing is, so <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I guess people, people, you're supposed to realize he didn't just beat the cheeks. He beat the green cheeks, like the She-Hulk joints. Hey, I'm going to keep it 100. Tatiana Maslany is a pretty woman, okay? Very beautiful woman. But I'm trying to smash She-Hulk. I'm not tripping off of Tatiana Maslany. <laughs> just keeping it 100 with you. She-Hulk is different. That's crazy. You seen her when she was on the dates, how she was looking, the highs and all that? I'm like, yo, I'm afraid of heights, baby, but I'll climb for you. You know and what? like she tall too, so my head sits straight at the titties. I ain't gotta. This has gotten, gotten that's by Snoop Snoop. So you gotta be <clears throat> careful though, because if she do the little grip thing with the, it might get dangerous. Oh, I like that's that's you know that joint. Like... You know that joint is a muscle. If she if she don't know her strength, boy. You know that dude on uh that dude on the boys that do marketing for them yeah, that ain't got no penis? The black guy. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. No kind of said that's why you ain't got no dick. <laughs> I have forgot about that. Oh man, I did not. Um, I did not. <clears throat> the uh the thing that got me is like the fact that he was not afraid of entering, edge, the, of entering the she the she home. I don't think he had a choice. She carried him straight in the room. What she did carry? I mean, she raped him. Like, I ain't say that. You said you would think he had a choice. Like, <laughs> okay, you're right. Hold up. <laughs> I'm not trying to me too. She Hulk. But she did carry a buddy in the room. Yeah. And it went down in green form apparently because the next day. She was out there, in my opinion, looking cute. In the oh, she looked good. She looked good for sure. In the big T-shirt. She made breakfast. My favorite. My favorite. She made breakfast. I'd have did it right in the living room over top of the pancakes. I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. I meant in the kitchen. I'm joking. I don't even know if she was making pancakes. I think she made French toast. To be honest, okay, that's even better. I'm saying, like, she put in some time. I ain't gonna lie. He was bro. like, "Who is you?" That same. That saying hurt my feelings. That it hurt. Hard. It hurt. When, when he when he walked in the kitchen and he was like, "Oh," I was like, I literally said out loud, "I was like, oh man." I was pissed. I was so ups. I wanted to fight, dude, bro. Because like Jennifer Walters is so nice, man, and she just looking for. She don't want to be She Hawk all the time. She just want to live her regular life. She looking for a dude to like her. She don't know no better. Look at the goddamn picture she put on her profile. That business ass picture. Ain't nobody gonna holler at you looking like that. Looking like Condoleezza Rice and shit. I might hire you, like yeah, like bitch. Is this Indeed or Tinder? Like looking like Condoleezza Rice. Come it's funny because the headshot kind of kind of reminded me of mine. I was like, he was like, is it? He had the side profile with the barely smile, looking looking mad business business proper. Like tone it down some. So you know, dude. Dude was like, you know, he woke up in the morning and he, he treated a, her like she was the roommate. He hit the dash on her. The dining dash, the dining smash, the smashing dash. He ain't even eat no breakfast. Didn't even pre- eat the breakfast, dog. Like, 
Oh, he, like again, he treated her like she was the roommate. Like, like he, he came out the room and the bank. roommate was out there. Yep. And he was like, "I'm gonna just go." <laughs> like that's how he treated her. But it, it, that's that's the first time the the show like got to me in yeah. that, in that kind of way. It got. I was like, and then they end the episode right there. Right. She that ain't so, sad, bro. She looked genuinely hurt, like. But then she made a joke about it. She was like, uh, something about doctors, something. Yeah. That was something like you you couldn't expect like a doctor or something to be perfect or something like that. Or too perfect or something along those lines. I'd have woke up, had some breakfast, be like, shit, you trying to go again? That's two bitches in 24 hours, basically. (sighs) The fact that he couldn't even like pretend to have somewhere to be in them, he just like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm out. All I'm saying is the she all coochie probably feel different than the Jim Walters coochie. I think we need to move on. You gotta experience both. We lost a hundred followers before you head out. At least have some breakfast. <clears throat> You done? With that being said, <laughs> let me talk about the rest of the show. <laughs> With that being said, my boy Wong, man, Big Wong, Wong was hilarious throughout this 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 episode, man. And the other chick, I like their chemistry. Madison, I, I don't know who she is. Yeah, Madison, Madison with a, with it's a not uh, spelled the way you think. Madison with a Y, but it's not the one you think. <laughs> I think it was with two D's and a Y. It was a Y N N or something like that, yeah, like Madison. Yeah, not Madison. Madison. She stole the show. She stole the show for sure. She Even the post credit scene was dope. <clears throat> like I was, was glad to see Wong Hope like, hanging out with her. Huh? I, I was glad to see Wong hanging out with her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hanging out at the end. Yeah, hanging out. What she trying think? to get Wong drunk, man. She Wong. trying to build Cosby Wong. I think Wong was in the. I think Wong was in it. Like he, I think he was in the in the game. Like EA Sport. Like I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at him. I ain't I mad at him at all. I ain't mad at. You him. Said you wouldn't do it. Nah. If a chick walked through a portal in your room, I'm talking about her specifically. If she walked through a portal in your room, I would freak it. out. <laughs> if if you lived in the MCU universe, okay. <clears throat> where this is things that we've seen and know about. Right. A chick walk in the room. I talk about her specifically, right? She walk, yes. Okay. And y'all start having a conversation. She's talking about what she what's your favorite drinks and stuff like that. You wouldn't you wouldn't entertain the idea? Of drinking or smashing? I mean hanging out with her first to see what where it go. I'd hang out with her. I ain't trying to smash her. At all. No, I hang out with her, have a good time. She seemed like a cool person, fun person. We can hang out, have a good time. You know, it ain't always about. That's what I was saying. Like I I didn't know. I thought Wong was gonna try to get rid of her as soon as possible. Yeah, but Wong was also into the TV show. Like he he clearly was watching this as us. Also, thanks a lot for um spoiling the Sopranos. I've never seen it. Somebody said if you complain about spoiling your show, that's on you. Also, granted, I literally do not remember the name of the person they said died. So I'm not only I've seen this spoiled so many times that I don't even care anymore. By the time I watch, because I know the actress too. Say what? 
by the time I watch The Sopranos, it won't matter. I won't it, the only reason it's going to matter to me is because I know the actress. So I'm just going to be expecting her to die at some point. Okay. Uh, but it, people say it's like, it's the highest rated episode, I think, of The Sopranos. Oh, wow. So there's that. I was trying to find the lady. Her name is Patty Guggenheim. Um, I was listening to a podcast. And um, <clears throat> I was listening to a couple podcasts first. Let me talk. I told you about the like the Black Nerd podcast that I was going to try yeah. out. I went back to try to listen to them. And the same dude that was saying too much, like, he, oh, we're only going to talk about episode one. And then he starts saying stuff from episode three and four. Um, when I went back to listen to one of his, the, the episode one again, it continued. He starts talking about Black Panther Wakanda forever, like, for no reason. I'm like, dog, what are you doing? Unprovoked. <laughs> for, like, he started talking about theories and stuff for Black like, what does that have to do with the She-Hulk review, dog? I didn't even want to know none of this. So I, I had to cut them off. I can't do it. Like, he's just going to be pulling out rent. He's going to be pulling up spoilers for think other properties while he's giving reviews or something. I can't do it. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, it's all connected. No, man, that's not, that's not why I'm here. At all. Like, I, they ain't said a word about Wakanda and She-Hulk. Like, why you talk about that? Um, he was talking about the woman focus thing. Like he, one of his complaints was that they were doing too much with the woman focus or something. I was like, huh? huh? What does that even? I mean? don't. I don't. I don't know because the lady he was on with was like, <clears throat> I, I don't understand. Like she was disagreed. I disagree. Like it's a show with a woman lead. He said he liked it, but he didn't like it or something like that. Like Maybe he, he likes it or it just ain't for him. Like what's uh, that's what I. The only thing I can think he could be saying is that, you know, the the things that I personally I like. First of all, uh, he talked about the bathroom scene in episode one, where she comes shows up all disheveled and whatnot, and the ladies like help her out. And the girl he was on with doing the podcast with was like, "No, that that really happens." She said, "I've seen girls come out with whole new outfits and stuff all the time, be, that after they've been messed up or something, and like the other girls like come to their defense and blah blah blah." just because you can't relate to that why would you not like i ha- can't say i've experienced it i thought it was cool right um i liked it i thought it was funny yeah like even on the dating app stuff yeah like all that stuff it's not necessarily tailored toward me but i have a lot of female friends and the stuff that she's experiencing is stuff that they talk about i say i've seen this happen before yeah so i don't know i like it personally i and this goes back to, again, I don't know if I've said it on here or not, but the, sorry, I just saw Frank Mason's ankle do some stuff it wasn't supposed to do. Um, Frank Mason? Yeah, USA playing Canada for the bronze right now at the American. These America. goddamn obscure-ass names, bro. I'm on Twitter. You don't know Frank like, Mason? No, yeah, I know. That's the problem. Motherfuckers like Norris Cole. Norris Cole? You know who Norris Cole is. I know who Norris Cole is. That's the problem. <laughs> why is yeah. North Cole playing for USA? I, they couldn't get nobody. And why he still got the same haircut? Boy, he don't want to let go. Um, yeah, they they got some randoms on here. I, I, I they could have done better in my opinion. I, I don't know what's going on. Um, what was I even talking about? I forgot. She hawk the the scenes. The dude talking about. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The dude talking focus. about too much woman focus. I'm pretty sure he was one of the ones that hated the Meg thing. Then. Hated what? 
he must have hated the Meg Stallion thing. Oh, um, I, oh, I think he did mention that, if I'm not mistaken. And <clears throat> I, I don't know, like, I, again, I feel like the, the MCU is in a good place where they, they have all these properties and every property can't be for everybody. Um, I made the comparison to the comic books. Like when they make comic books, they weren't making every comic book for everybody to like. You like certain characters, you read their co- comics. When they come together from time to time, you have your person that you like, that you focus on. And that's how it should be. Like each character should be able to have their own personality, their own world. And it shouldn't have to fit perfectly into the same box as everybody else. Like Miss Marvel, another one young girl going through young girl things liking boys like we don't have that anywhere else in the mcu but there's young girls that are going to connect to that and they should be able to have something that they connect to without you complaining about it um whether or not i relate to these characters i can accept that there are people like them that are going to relate to them and that's cool to me personally i don't have to connect to that character to respect that character's journey um this is a thing and i'm about to get extra deep for no reason this is a thing that i think comes up with the idea of black leads even in movies and stuff like that minorities we have no hesitation to watch some all white stuff because it's varieties of all white stuff all out there in the past the assumption was that when you got a minority character or lead you were expecting a certain thing um and not all white people care about that certain thing to expect i think we should be in a place now where we've seen enough like when the movie dope came out have you seen dope no when the movie Dope came out, it felt like a shift for me because it was a movie about a black nerd in the hood for the most part. Like he, was more, doing, right? he was selling drugs with, with, um, for cryptocurrency. Like he was, he was, and he was trying to get into Harvard. Like, That's Shamik Moore, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like it was, and, you, and it was a different type of black movie. And we've had many of these by, at this point now to the point where I feel like, again, we're we're not a monolith we can have varieties of things and for minorities we can connect to or enjoy a white property that we never can have a chance to connect to i wish particularly the white male population was able to do the same because those are the main ones that complain about these things yeah just because it doesn't, it isn't tailored to you, doesn't mean you have to hate it. The rest of us have enjoyed things that weren't tailored to us for a very long time. It's time for y'all to join the party. And no one's saying you have to enjoy it, but don't don't hate on it. Yeah, like I'm not gonna sit here and complain about friends being white. Oh, I can't relate to that. I didn't watch it. I don't have to hate on it. That's all I'm saying. I was trying to remember the, the one of the characters from the the haters ball 
on Dave Chappelle, but I can't. I was about to say Slink Johnson, but that's a real person. Yeah, that's 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 real. <clears throat> Shout out Black Jesus. Um, we got yeah. off track again. Yeah, we got we we got off track. Um, what else happened in this episode? Nothing. Oh, the magician. Come on, man. About to... Somebody was trying to. I saw. Let me be completely honest. This was my least favorite episode. Interesting. I like Madison. She was fun. Um. She Hulk, the dude smashing and dashing. That that was cool. This the problem I'm having with this show is uh the guy on Double Toasted said it. I just listened to their review because they did one through four. Yeah. I think it's Martin is his name. Yeah. The the one with the hat and yeah. Yeah. They're breezing through it so fast that I don't get to feel anything. And then as soon as I start to, the episode's over. It's like, oh, that's that's that. Like, the cases, we're not digging into the cases. The cases are yeah. resolved within the episode. I would like for there to be more lawyer stuff. Right. Uh, and maybe they're going to do that with her lawsuit with Titania. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe that's going to drag out a little bit. But they're treating it like a... <clears throat> How did he put it? It's a sitcom, but they're treating it like a like a modern family type sitcom where something comes up in that episode, it's resolved in that episode. Ah, okay. And there's no real stakes. Like it's light, airy, fluffy, whatever. I mean, that's how most sitcoms are. Right. And we're not used to that in the MCU. Right. I like I'm waiting for something with longer term stakes, like when she got jumped in the alley. That felt like something that we would get a little bit of every episode, but we didn't really get anything of that in this last episode. Unless one of the guys she went on a date with was tied to them somehow. I'll be honest. I don't need that from this. Like, I'm not even looking for that from this just because going into it, they said it would be like a sitcom, right? a legal comedy. I'm like, okay, I've seen shows like this. I'm not expecting this to be like... I'm glad I know this because I don't have to go into this like, all right, well, how does it have further implications on the MCU? I don't need to mm-hmm. do that. I just, if it's his own thing, fantastic. Like, Moon Knight obviously had an overarching story, but right. it really has no further implications on the MCU. Right. It's his it own, own thing. thing. Yeah. She <laughs> offers his own thing. It's just, I, it seems more like a, a problem of the week thing. Like with sitcoms, I'm pretty sure there's going to be something there. Like, obviously, the Hulk thing is probably going to set up his own thing. Other things with Emil Blonsky, we thought he would be part of the... I don't want to spoil it. I've seen that picture so many times, I'm so pissed. Are you pissed that you saw the picture or pissed about the picture? Pissed I saw the picture. I'm pissed about the picture. And then I can't make sense of it. So but I can't make sense of it, but I'm not even that's save that for another episode. But you know, obviously it's setting things up. Maybe, you know, further down the line, there'll be a whole thing. Obviously, we're getting daredevil, but I don't know. I just I don't need that from this. If we don't But that's the thing, like it's not even that I don't need that I need that. (laughs) Even the stuff that's happening in the episode, I don't feel it. Right. It's just happening. I enjoy uh, her. You start feeling something. Episode over. Yeah, like the case in this one, Donnie Blaze went to Kamartage, 
got a sling ring, left, and is doing magic tricks out there, sending women to. Some people think that she she mentioned she might have had to make a deal with Mephisto or something. I'm like, oh god, is that a goat? But the goat was named Jack, and he goes by Jack apparently. So. Oh my god, people in this <laughs> Mephisto shit, I hate y'all so much. Y'all been um, doing this shit since Wandavision. Shut up, right? Like whatever they show up with Mephisto, like it better be the the greatest thing ever. Like I'm so tired of hearing his name, and I like the character too. So it's it's I'm mad that they've made me hate hearing his name. It's annoying me because I don't give a shit about the character. <clears throat> He's a cool character, but yeah, they've made it weird. Um. But anyway, like he's sending women to, to, to different worlds and all that stuff through portals. Um, and so Wong is like, nah, I gotta stop this dude. Like he has to be stopped, and I'm suing him. And then oh, when she was like, We're gonna do this by the book, he was like, Oh, the book of Vajanti. She was like, Nah, the legal US law book. Like that was actually in the trailer. I saw I heard it on when yeah. Double Toasted played it. I was like, Oh, they actually put out they put too much in the trailer <laughs> but um they go to court the dude makes his case he entertains the the judge and you're like oh crap like is Wong gonna lose this case we wouldn't even go back to court <clears throat> because when the demon thing happened she just shook a demon in his face and he was like yeah we'll agree like man what that's it usually then Wong asked her to come there to help with the demons. Then he made a tornado anyway. Just to, you could have done that from the jump, bro. Right? Like you just sucked all the demons out after y'all fought for no reason. Like what? What are we doing? Anyway, usually in a sitcom, and again, I'm, I'm I just finished Modern Family, and they they got me with the, the emotions at the end. Um, in a sitcom, usually a, a issue comes up very early in the episode. And there's two or three very uh, attempts to resolve it, and then it gets resolved. We only got one attempt, and then it was resolved. So that's that's the part of it that's going too quick. Like it's, and he even said like even the jokes they don't give you a moment to marinate on them or stick with them or laugh at them. It's just drop it and keep it moving. Um, I hope it relaxes in the back half but we'll see um and it, it, again i i've seen enough to enjoy her tatiana but the show itself i still don't know what i'm looking at like i'm not feeling what the flow of the show is like each episode i don't know what to expect tonally pacing wise story wise That's understandable. I don't know. I feel like I got too deep again. Just a little bit. <clears throat> That's what she said. Um, wow. <clears throat> wow. Um, I mentioned, you know, I was listening to a couple podcasts that, that covered uh, the show. And it's been great to to catch up on these podcasts. I've been putting them off for a while. But um, one of the real reasons it's been great to listen to them is because I get to use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds. Look, 
feel and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These earbuds are so comfortable, they do not budge. They stay in your ears. You can go running. You can go, go riding your bike. Your earbuds will not fall out. It gives you up to eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. <clears throat> Based on this, it's no wonder that they have 50,000 50, five-star reviews. Now, again, I personally love the noise isolation. I, I don't like hearing background noise when I'm trying to listen to something. Uh, sometimes it's too good. People will be talking to me in a store. I can't hear them because my Raycon earbuds are so good at isolating that noise. I love the tap functions. I love being able to, to skip ahead by just tapping my earbud. Um, man, the, the, the Raycon earbuds, they're, they're half the price of those, those premium brands. And, uh, I, I, I can't I can't go anywhere without them. I have to have them on me at all times. Go to buy B-U-Y Raycon.com today and use code TBPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TBPN15 at buy Raycon. That's C-O-N is in Nancy dot com to get 15% off. Again, buy Raycon.com. Promo code TBPN15 for 15% off. Reese? Well, um, that was very actually a, actually a very smooth transition. Um, might as well keep it with you, uh, kicking it back to basketball. <clears throat> I mentioned earlier when discussing um, Luke and his mom's situation that he's been tearing it up in Eurobasket uh, this week. Um, I believe it was this. Was it this week? I could be mistaken. I'm getting old. Uh, my time's fucked up. But I believe it was this week when he put up, I think, 47 points, which was the most in a Euro basket game. I'll have to look that up. But I'm not too sure. Anyway, uh, I haven't been keeping up with it much because the games are so damn early. Uh I had asked on Twitter, I said, where y'all even be watching these games at? And I forgot that Bibbs fucking told me, hey, ESPN Plus. Oh, I have ESPN Plus. Some dude tweeted ESPN Plus. I still didn't watch. Excuse me, I still didn't watch the games. Man, look, understand they overseas. I'm not trying to watch no games at 8.30 in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning. I don't know how y'all do it. I, I, I genuinely don't. And most of y'all from Texas, so y'all are an hour behind me. So if I'm waking up at 9, y'all waking up at 8. If I'm watching at 8, y'all watching at 7. I commend y'all. I don't know how y'all doing it. Watching these games that goddamn early. I can't do it. Bibbs can do it. Bibbs has done it. That's why I'm kicking it to Bibbs to cover the Euro basket. Mainly Lucas shit, but Euro basket in general uh, for the past week. Was it this week where Luca dropped the, the all-time points thing? Yeah, it was uh, the last... Um, <clears throat> the last... I was about to say regular season. Pool play game. Uh, before we got to the the single elimination tournament, <laughs> so in that last pool play game, he had forty seven. It's not the all time record. The all time record is like sixty five, I think. Okay, but it's the second highest ever. 
and it's the the highest since, of course, that 1965 game. Uh, the record that people usually count as the real record was Dirk's, uh, I think, 43 in uh, 2001, I think. So since then, I mean, Giannis had the day before uh, Luca did that, Giannis had 41. The day Giannis had the 41 that morning, Luca was interviewed and asked who he thought would score the most points in the tournament in a game. And he said Giannis, and they asked him why. And he said, because he's Giannis. And so then that day, Giannis went out and had 41, which was the highest since Dirk had the 43. Then Luca came out and dropped 47. Um, Boy, Markinen had himself a game that day, dropped 47. Motherfucker. And then, (laughs) (laughs) oh shit! In the round of sixteen today, (laughs) marketing came out and put forty three up to tie (laughs) record. Shut the fuck up! (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that's funny. No, but Lori, yeah, Lori had forty three today to tie Dirk's record. Um, he he's earning that King of the North nickname, man. That boy hoop. It's unfortunate he was not good enough for us to <laughs> consider picking him up, but, um, nice, but he has turned himself into a good player all of a sudden in a year. So hopefully, this is the guy. I mean, I'm not expecting him to do that in, in NBA, but hopefully, this is the kind of version that the Utah Jazz are getting. Their rebuild won't be so hard if it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's and it's not just him. The Jazz Jazz are well represented in uh, Eurobasket. Another guy that they signed this summer, a month ago, is a guy named Simone Simone Fontecchio. Now I had never heard of this dude. Pronounce that, huh? Surprised you didn't pronounce that. But... I I had to hear it um, a few times earlier, okay. so it helped me out because I was calling that man Simone, but it's Simone. Wow. So. <laughs> Simonier Fontecchio. They signed him. He is, let me, I pulled up the numbers. He's 26. He turns 27 in December. Oh, wait, they might be European. He might have he might have just turned 26. I think they put the day first. So it might be 8-12 is his birthday. Uh anyway, he was uh signed by the Jazz. I did, I missed it. I didn't even see that they signed him, but um I kept seeing his name pop up when the Eurobasket was tweeting about the Eurobasket account was tweeting about Eurobasket, obviously. And they kept posting his highlights and stuff. I was like, who is this dude? Like, I, I've, again, i done some scouting. I never heard of this dude. But then I started watching him. I was like, this dude, first I thought he was just a shooter. Like, I was like, oh, he's hitting jumpers. Like, that's cool, whatever. Then I started watching him play. I was like, nah, this dude is a baller. Like, he's doing everything. Um, he was a big part of eliminating Jokic today for Italy um in in the tournament coming into today he was averaging 19.2 points a game 3.6 boards 3.2 assists 1.8 steals shooting 47 42 85 from the field um the Jazz I think signed to a three-year deal and in today's game against Serbia he had let me pull it up He had another 19 points, five boards, and an assist. He had two steals and a block as well. 
And those two steals in a block were all down the stretch in the fourth quarter. One of the steals was Jokic came off the pick and roll, was driving down the lane. Fontecchio was guarding the dude on the wing who Jokic, he came off of the man. He baited Jokic into the pass, jumped up, blocked it with both hands, ran down the court, dribbling with his left hand the whole time. And then got to the hole. It was a dude on him the whole time. That's why he kept it in his left because the guy was on his hip. Switched to the right, flipped it up and in for the end one. Um, and then he got another steal on a pickoff, like the, the next player or two later. Um, his block down the stretch was he saw his man get beat. He anticipated it. He rolled over to the side. Again, went up both hands. Dude turned right into him. Bam, block off the glass like. It's not just that he could shoot because he can, but he has that Frank Nilakina factor of just knowing where to be on both sides of the ball. Like he's just there. Uh, when I was watching him specifically to see if he was really all like that. And every single time like I was like, oh man, they're going to have to be wide open on that side. And then Simone Fontecchio would come in and fill that hole. Like, he he's he's gonna be fun to watch. Like he I ain't ready to throw an agenda on him yet, but he's he's fun to watch. Um and they're gonna play France next. So it's gonna be current jazz guy versus former jazz guy and Rudy Gobert, who had twenty and seventeen the other day, including a put back to force overtime. Can't go to the playoffs, so well now that his teammates don't hate him, we'll see. Um not yet. Rudy Rudy was balling so it's going to be Italy versus France in the next round uh, we're finished with the first round of group play uh, I'm going to pull up the bracket <coughs> so in the quarterfinals first game is what's today 11th first game is going to be Tuesday better times for everybody uh, Spain plays Finland a lot of NBA guys in that game including the, the king of the north uh, Lloyd Marketing. That game's at 11 o'clock on Tuesday, 11 a.m. And then Germany plays Greece. Again, that's a lot of NBA talent. Franz Wagner, Dennis Petruder, uh Giannis, Thanasis, Kostas. Kostas, Kostas. Kostas didn't play today. I ain't gonna lie. He didn't play today, but. Kostas, Kostas. And uh, I told you Kostas changed his last name back to the African spelling. Or I may, may not have told you that. No. I, he changed I, it back to the African spelling, which I thought was cool. I don't um, give a shit. I can't spell it regardless without Google it. But it's funny because all my first tweets about Giannis were with the African spelling. So I was like, why can't I find none of my 2013 tweets about Giannis? Like before the draft, because he was the one dude. I was like, man, this dude got potential. So I was like, I can't find him. And I was like, oh, let me try the African spelling. And that was, that was how I found it. Um, on Wednesday, you you're off Wednesday, right? I am not. When are you off? No, wait, I am off Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. You might actually be able to watch Luca. Okay. What time uh, is it? So Wednesday, France plays Italy at eleven fifteen a.m. Uh, that should be a fun game. Gobert <laughs> versus Fontecchio. Nicola Melli was giving uh, Jokic hell. By the way. Wow. Uh, on the pick and pop because uh, Jokic didn't want to come out there. So he was like, bet. Um, and then Slovenia plays Poland at 2.30. Poland is probably the worst team left. No, Poland is definitely the worst team left. They weren't supposed to win. They beat Ukraine. 
Svima Kalut was 0 for 8 for 3. That's rough. Uh, but Slovenia versus Poland, 230. Uh, Slovenia did take a loss in the health department. Zoran Dragic apparently tore his thigh muscle. So he is not coming back. Zoran, right? Zoran with a Z. Yeah, his brother. Yeah, yeah. So the, the the younger brother's gone. They don't have that much depth as it is. So that's that's gonna hurt them a little bit. He's uh he's not getting buckets, but he's a good defender. Yeah. Uh, but again, that's Wednesday, two thirty p.m. Eastern time. Eastern time, one thirty for my my central folks. I will be distracted at work for both of those games, all four of these games, I should say. But uh, Eurobasket's been delivering, man. Um. You said you haven't seen a single game yet, right? No, I have not. So round of 16, the first game was Turkey versus France. Went to overtime, France won by one. <clears throat> Second game was Slovenia and Belgium. It ended up being a 16-point blowout, but it was close for most of the game. Slovenia kind of opened it up at the end. Third game was uh, Germany versus Montenegro, or Black Mountain. And uh, Germany, 85-79. Close game, fun game. Fourth game was Spain versus Lithuania. A lot of NBA talent in that one. Jonas and them got put out in overtime after they forced overtime off of uh, Iggy Brass Degas put back. Forced overtime, won the overtime and lost by eight. But again, that's two overtime games the first day. Then today, Ukraine versus Poland, 94-86. Finland versus Croatia, 94-86. Italy over Serbia, 94-86. And then finally, Greece beat the Czech Republic, 94-88. Czech Republic fucked everything up. We almost had the same exact score for all four games today. <laughs> all by two points. That's, that's weird as hell. That's crazy. But every game was tight. Every game was close. Uh, I've seen a lot of complaining about the refs from the European fans. I don't know if that's a thing. A lot of people are saying they're being cheated, whatever. Fan base is always going to say that. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, that's all sports, I think. Yeah. Too. But uh, the, the the it's been delivering. I'm I'm excited for these, these games this week. I'm glad we get a break because <laughs> they've been nonstop. Uh, so we do get Monday off, but then Tuesday back at it. Two games on Tuesday, two games on Wednesday. And then uh, the semifinals would be, what's the 16th? That's Friday. Um, Both games will be played on Friday for the semifinals. And then the finals will play on the 18th, which I believe is Sunday. Yes. So it'll be before we record, fortunately. So we'll be able to talk about the final if Luca made it or not. Um, It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. All right. Uh, is that all for Eurobasket? Yes, that's all for this week. I am going to preface something. Let me bring it up real quick. So next week, I'll be kind of hosting. And just a heads up, I had a list of guys that I wanted to keep an eye on for Eurobasket. And so, like, I have their stats and all that good stuff to talk about whether or not they're, they should be coming over this year. Okay. All right. Uh, good luck to Luca. Uh, obviously, you know I'm a betting man. I will put my money on Luca. Uh, you could put your money on Luca, or you could put your money on some of these NFL games. 
Hopefully, I'm not sure. I know I did. Put a lot of money on some NFL games on week one. Week one was amazing. Week one was action-packed. Did I win any money? No. Of course I didn't. Y'all know I didn't. But that doesn't mean that you can't win money with DraftKings and official sports betting partner of the NFL heading into week two. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Instantly. Just get ready for week two of touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins with DraftKings Sportsbook. Want more action? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. Simple. The Sunday, bet on any NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 points at any point during the game, just 10 points, you get paid instantly, even if they lose. Team doesn't even have to win. Just lead by 10 points. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Got a little tongue twisted there. Very smooth transition, though. I like it. Very smooth transition. Got a little tongue twisted. Uh, somebody who's never tongue twisted, and I wish they were. One Mark Cuban, mm. who recently had thoughts, as he usually does, about things on the uh, recent announcement or information released about the prospect or future of the in-season tournament for the NBA. Now, I believe the NBA in-season tournament that they want to implement obviously will take place, I think, in the 23-24 season. Um, will happen at, I believe, the beginning of the season around November. I think they said December. December, November, one of those cold months. Um, Mark Cuban, however, like myself, <clears throat> is not may not be much of a fan of, of the in-season tournament. Uh, his comments are, and I quote, in terms of an in-season tournament, I'm not a fan. I can see the Mavs not participating at all or resting our best players. Until they give me one of those Larry O'Brien, one of those, the prize is the prize. Speaking of the Larry O'Brien trophy. Um, Mark Stein also reported, Cuban, though, told me he is a proponent of expanding the NBA draft from its current two rounds to four and proposing that the winner of an NBA in-season cup gets the top top pick in both the third and fourth round of an expanded draft with the provision that picks can't be traded. Um, That's just cliff notes, footnotes, whatever. Um, we know Mark Cuban likes to talk a lot. I don't know if this was asked of him or if he just volunteered services. Like I said, I'm not a fan of the NBA in-season tournament. I think it's stupid. I think you don't have to it, – it, why add stuff? It's it's just unnecessary to me. His idea about draft picks, cool. You know, I don't see the NBA adding a third and fourth round because the rosters aren't big enough to, to need to do that. But how do you feel about the how do you feel about the end season tournament and Mark Cuban's comments about the Mavericks possibly not even participating or resting 
how that's so, played. So my understanding of it is that those are the first comments that came out were the ones saying that he wasn't interested in participating and he would hold players out. And then he was like, those are old thoughts. I'm actually coming around or something like that. And he yeah. was like, and then they mentioned that his proposal about to add stakes to it to have it the winner get like that third first third round pick or whatever uh but then he took it too far with the ad in the fourth round and all that good stuff like that's too much three rounds i I went three rounds but i went three rounds once every team has their own g league team and treat it like an actual farm system to where you send your young guys there maybe you have five additional roster spots that are just g league guys or something like that um that's a bit much I went as far as to say, like, allow players to come out of high school, but they have to spend their first year in the G League, something like that, which we kind of do. But they all go to that. Um, they all go to the G League elite. Ignite, Ignite yeah. I mean, um, <clears throat> and nobody has rights to them. They still have to go through the draft, whatever. Uh, like if if let's say, you know, my guy, Gigi Jackson is supposed to be a lottery pick, South Carolina guy. You know, let's say we could have drafted him mandate he spent his first or his in South Carolina right yeah his uh you know he hasn't spent his first year in the G League whatever and then you can call him up or you can keep him on your G League team whatever like I want to get closer to uh minor to baseball I want to get closer to uh the European sports league stuff like that to where uh, there's enough good basketball being played out there that we should be able to keep a lot of this talent um in the nba not having to go overseas and stuff like that like i don't the, the pool is deep and they are actually i think they said that it's like a oh, i don't know if i'm supposed to mention this actually wait i don't know if i'm supposed to mention this wait you don't know if you're supposed to mention this it might be insider information okay i just caught yeah i'm not gonna mention it um there's been a lot of talk about league expansion so maybe we need to see that happen first before we start talking about third rounds and stuff like that. Because league expansion is gonna put what thirty some thirty four, thirty four more roster spots out there. Yeah. So that could take care of the issue that I'm re- referencing right now. Like, there's a lot of people that would normally be under contract that are free agents still. Right. And not all of them are gonna get contracts. That's very true. So that that's the part that kind of sucks for me because they don't have any other avenue besides staying free agents or going overseas to play. So overall, are you a fan of the idea of the tournament? So what I think is change sucks, right? We haven't done it. Not all the time. <laughs> change usually sucks. Or yeah. change, I, I won't say it sucks, but it's hard to accept. Yeah. Um. I think the in-season tournament could be cool in 20 years. I think it's going to take a while for us to get used to it, to care That's about it. a long it. time for some shit to be cool. I mean, because usually time has to pass. Like, once there's a generation of people who grew up with it, you know what I mean? Like, we're old at this point. Like, we've been what watching... What does say? As long as there are those who remember what were, there'll never be those who can appreciate what can be. This motherfucker turned in Confucius. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the idea of the tournament doesn't suck. 
uh the the oh the i don't think you think you mentioned this i might have might have missed it if you did they said that the first two rounds so it's gonna be 18 tournament the first two rounds count towards your 82 games yeah and the final game is the only like whoever plays in the final game will have an extra game on their schedule i think that's smart because it doesn't become extra games right counts towards your record and what I think they'll end up doing is when they release the schedule, they'll only release the first half schedule at the beginning of the year. And then when the, the tournament bracket is set, then they'll release the second half and they'll have to make modifications based on who plays each other, I guess, in the tournament. That's, That's why, why I just don't like the idea. This is it's too much. There are people they pay specifically to do these things. So let them earn their paychecks. That's true. So. So how do you feel about him possibly sitting Mavericks players? Or just saying, I, oh, again, he said that's an outdated take. Okay, if that was the let's take it with a grain of salt since it's Mark Cuban. Let's say he still may possibly feel that way. That would be goofy because the games count towards our record. Right. And that's why I think they did that. Just so guys won't sit their best players. People will will treat it like a regular game at least. Well, if for guys like the Clippers, them dudes sit during regular games anyway. So. Right. So if they're going to sit dudes, it won't be because it's a tournament. It's because they are right. what they are. Okay. That's fair. So yeah, I'm not I, a fan I, of it, but. I think it's cool for that reason. Um, I think it'll be cool, like I said, in 10, 20 years to be able to say, you know, the the, the eight teams that make the, the in-season tournament, uh, the finals winner always comes from that tournament or. Uh, the person, the team that wins the the in season tournament has never won the NBA Finals. Like those type of stats will start coming out, or it'll be like seventy five percent of the time the team that wins the in season tournament makes it to the finals. Like those type of stats will be cool at some point. Um, I, I think about you know would it have been cool to have uh, seen the Mavs in a tournament like that in two thousand eleven before Karan Butler went down. Um. And to win something like that and then maybe go on to win the finals. Will it affect how teams approach the final? I, no, I don't think so. Um, but it, I think it's it's cool to have uh, more basketball. Like Europe, they do this in Europe. Like they have midseason tournaments in Europe, and we're trying to be more of a global game. And that, that this is part of that process. Yeah, I get it. Like I wasn't a big fan of the changes they made to the All Star game, you know, with the whole uh, the target sport. score. Yeah, but it turned out great. So, you know, this may turn out great, too. So I'll give it a shot. Um, it's going to be weird until we get used to it. That's, yeah, I, I'm willing to like I'm, I understand why people don't like it. I don't think it's going to take long. No, I'm already used to the plan. So do you like the plan? Yeah, I like the plan. I, I think we need to tweak the rules, but I like the plan. I think there should be a, a gap where. Yeah. We're I don't think it should be automatically money. seven through ten, right? Like if the gap between seven and eight is ten games, right? Seven should be solidified. Like exactly. I don't think the play-in should be mandatory. I think it should be based on how close right the teams are. I agree. That's that's the one thing I would tweak about it. But yeah. as far as the quality of basketball, I, I love. Yeah. It. Yeah. And every team gets two teams. What you say? I say, and, and you get two chances to, right. to hold your spot. So, so I like a one and done situation. 
so yeah, I'm 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 definitely a fan of uh of the play in. So maybe the in season tournament will be the same. But uh that's really all that I got. Uh do you have anything you wanna add like to anything? Just Yes. I'm scared. No, I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. Uh, I feel like I've already gone on a couple tangents, so I'm not gonna take too much time with this. Um, and I gotta say some stuff for next week. Uh, we saw Frank. We knew Frank was hurt, but we hadn't seen him. Uh, so I was glad to see uh, his trainer posted a video of him working out. So apparently, his legs and arms work. Um, he's not gonna <laughs> miss the season or miss coming into the season. Whatever his injury was was enough to France said, "Fuck it, we don't need you." But not the where we he's not gonna be able to play basketball. Yeah, you sent me that reel on Instagram, and I'm just like, give a fuck about this dude working out, man. Get your hand in straight. Like, I'm just saying, like, there was a lot of mystery around his injury, so it must not have been that deep. What did I say verbatim? I'm about to look that shit up. Uh, yeah, you definitely said something. Oh no, I can't say that. Um, <laughs> I can't say that. Uh, yeah, get your hands in straight, brother. I'm glad you're healthy. I'm glad you're feeling good. I'm glad you're working out. Glad you're on your feet. Get, get your hands right, brother. Okay. Uh, and then Josh posted, uh, there was another uh, clip of Josh working out, and he was working out with Kyle Lowry, you know, so. Yeah, Josh working out. Let's go. He has some show of favoritism. He has some show of favoritism. So- no, <laughs> I'm choking shit. Damn, he dying. Tyler Dorsey, is that the dude name? Yeah, yeah. Tyler Dorsey, he's cooled off at EuroBasket. Uh, he's still averaging 15 points a game, 47 percent from three. Um, how many attempts? A lot. Okay. Uh, I don't know <laughs> how many average, but uh, he has cooled off. I don't. I don't Damn. remember seeing him. Say what? Oh, I'm sorry. The the president of the Las Vegas Raiders is on screen, and she is oof, black woman. Okay. Uh, he was quiet today. I'm not sure what happened. I don't remember seeing him play down the stretch. Uh, he had six points on one of five from three, three free throws made, and that was pretty much all he did. So I'm not sure why he didn't play much, but he didn't. Uh, I think Nick Kalathis, did Kalathis play most of the point guard minutes? Yeah, Kalathis played most of the point guard minutes. He had a good game. So I'm hoping we see more Dorsey in this tournament portion of the the Eurobasket. But um, I've seen enough to know that he's fine on a two-way. You know what? He's fine to have gotten given a two-way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not mad about that. The last thing I wanted to talk about was movie slash TV related. Uh, first, I started a new show called The Patient. Of course you did. On Hulu. It's a new show every week now. It's a new show every day. Damn. Um, but The Patient on Hulu is Steve Carell. He is a therapist who lost his wife recently. And he starts doing... He gets a new patient. The patient is a serial killer. And he's, you know, telling the patient, like, I need you to actually be honest with me. He doesn't know he's a serial killer at this point. I need you to be honest with me. And he could tell the guys, like, being evasive and, like, giving them half stories. 
And so then the serial killer kidnaps him and ties him up and says, I need you to fix me. I don't want to do this no more. That's different. And so the show is Steve Carell in the basement trying to heal this dude so he can stop killing people. This must not be a, this must be a miniseries or something. Um, I don't know what it is necessarily, but it's 20-minute episodes. There's only three out so far. They do a lot in those three episodes. Uh, but I'm into it. It comes out every Tuesday. The fourth episode will come out this Tuesday. Uh, I'm really, I'm enjoying it so far. It's going that's very fast. What? Say what? What's that one? Hulu. Um, it feels like it should be a miniseries, but they haven't. I don't know if it's labeled as a miniseries. And I don't well, know if it's 20 minutes long is, is, is ideal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's easy. Like, you can go watch all three episodes in an hour and know whether or not you care about the show. Right. Um, that's what me and my mom did last week. So uh, she was feeling it. I was feeling it. So we're going to keep watching that. The other thing I saw. Oh, I saw a couple things. I saw Turning Red finally. Very. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it's an okay. animated movie, of course. Uh, there's been a I think Double Toasted always makes jokes about it. Yeah, they do. They Almost every it. review, so I was like, this movie must be good. <clears throat> they've definitely mentioned it in a couple of reviews. Yeah, they've mentioned it so many times. I was like, let me go watch this damn movie. Like, well, why do they keep bringing it up? Um, I, I thought it was really good. Um, I recognized one of the voices, and it was funny. Uh, it's the girl from Never Have I Ever that plays the the Indian best friend. So, anyway, good movie. Enjoyed it. Good for the kids. Good for the adults. I, it might have got to me a little bit. I also watched the Giannis movie, Rise, which definitely Disney got Plus, to right? me. Have you seen it? No. I was su- genuinely surprised. It's actually really good. Um, it basically gives his backstory, his history, his family. So is this a documentary or? It's a mo- it's a cinematic movie. Like they got okay. actors. Um, the guy they got to play Giannis did an amazing job catching capturing his mannerisms. They didn't try to make it like he was perfect when he got drafted and stuff. Like he was struggling to dribble and stuff like that. Uh, he was raw and people had their doubts. They didn't add anything to him. Like everything that they show in there is something that I've either heard or knew about him, but it still captures like up to the draft. Even I know how, what happens in the draft, but I was still on the edge of my seat at the, the drama of it all. Uh, so they did an amazing job with it, uh, dedicated to his father who passed away, of course. Um, they give his family, his mom and dad's like background too, mm. like how they came to Greece and all that good stuff. So I say watch it, really, really good movie. And then uh, the final thing I watched was Barbarian. Don't say too much. Which I need you to watch. I plan on watching it. It's really possibly good. this week. All I'm gonna say is it's different. It's different. Okay. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, everybody I've talked to who's watched it has enjoyed it. Uh, one person had one complaint, but I won't even say what that is. I'll let you experience it for yourself. Okay, that's all I got. And all I need—I right. keep getting calls, so I need to get them off here. <laughs> that's that COVID after effect. Uh, remember, I had, oh calls. I just said coughs. No. Um. But yeah, that's all I got as well. Uh, that's another episode in the books. We're inching closer and closer to the NBA season, so look forward to seeing guests on here, different topics heading into the season. Uh, Not going to spoil anything because we ain't got shit yet. But 
with that being said, signing off for Bibbs and Reese. I'll let y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you.